as we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. As we proceed to give you what you need. Refresh, motherfuckers. Refresh, motherfuckers. What up, world? This your boy, Doug. This C. And we are Refresh Podcast. Welcome to the first episode of the Refreshed Podcast. I got to learn Nigga, how to get that. what's wrong with you? I got to get that shit out, man. For real? Yeah, like, got to be able you to. You over there stuttering and shit? You, all, you nervous, dude? <laughs> hey, man, you know, it's, it's 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 a new venture, man. I'm excited, man. So The, the podcast guy is nervous over the, here. Check this shit out. <laughs> what the fuck? The podcast guy. Yo, man, so like I said, I go by the name Dub. And, and I uh, go by C. And uh, this is the Refresh Podcast, like we said. So let me do a little introduction, a little housekeeping, uh, where our man is at. So uh, we are uh, two brothers from the south side of Atlanta. South side? South side. And uh, I'm going to tell a little story that you probably don't even remember. Well, you probably remember this. But the first time I met C, uh, I, we met, I, I met you through like a, a uh, I think it was a, a mutual friend. A mutual friend. Yeah, definitely. And it's so funny because the first time I met you, uh, I always thought that you was a cool dude, but I always thought that it was just hilarious how we just had this really interesting vibe and connection. And i never forget, it was New Year's Eve. Um, it was New Year's Eve. I forgot the year, whatever it was. You had a party over at the house. Uh, I think your mama was out of town or wh- whatever it was. Oh, you, do, you, do you remember this party? shit. Bro, that's that's man. Do you wow. remember this party? That's, so that's been a minute ago. Everybody yeah. had everybody had their chicks over yeah, to the I house. Was, I was on leave from the Navy during that time frame, right? right? And uh I think the biggest thing at that time, uh I had this uh I had this this MP3 CD. And if anybody know about MP3 CDs, it's like, oh damn, this nigga's old as fuck. But, yeah. but that that was a real thing at the time, you know what I'm saying? Because before then, the average CD had like maybe what 10, 12 songs on it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Every mm-hmm. now and again, you'll get a nigga that get crazy, hit you with the double CD packet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like maybe like 20 on one and right. 20 on another. But that was really the most um, amount of songs that you would get on a CD. Right. And I remember coming home and I was like, nigga, guess what? And niggas was like, what, bro? What's, what's, what's going on? What's the move? What's the move? And I was like, bro, I got this motherfucking CD. I got two of them. It's a hundred songs on both CDs. This was at the uh, this is at the New Year's Eve party. Yeah, I remember. You know what? I think I was coming to the house. Yeah, yeah, I think I remember. And that. we 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 I don't know how we met these chicks, who we met them through, or whatever. Well, but we everybody we, had somebody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Did you, but you did you have somebody? No, you didn't. No, I didn't have somebody. I'm saying when the chicks came over, it was enough of them where we all had our own chick to ourselves. One person was in one area of the house. I was in another area of the house. You was in another mm-hmm. area of the house. And mm-hmm. the other two niggas was in, was in two different areas of the house. Everybody had their own little area. And I had this. My, my mom had the surround sound system. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. And it played throughout the house. And so um, I remember putting the CD on and put that bitch on play. That we never had to press repeat. No, I remember that. And it's so that funny. Crazy. It's so funny because I met you through a mutual friend that I had known that you went to high school with. We got two other mutual friends. Y'all will probably hear from them soon after. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, and y'all will probably get yourself acquainted with them. But um, it's so funny because I met you one time before that. And I always, in my mind, you never knew this. You was just always the Navy nigga. <laughs> you was just you was just always the nigga that was like the, the Navy right. nigga. So I was just like, oh, you talking about the nigga that's in the Navy. Right now, I knew that you played basketball, but in my mind, I didn't really have that much interaction with you because I didn't go to high school with you. Yeah, but I, I was so. This is the, this that's crazy because I was actually under the impression that um, we met same mutual friend, but at the time, um, well, actually, I take that back because you talking about um, so uh, damn. Well, I, I was, was, I, was about, I met you through Marty. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but to... Marty wasn't there though. Marty wasn't there? Oh no, yes, he was. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, mm-hmm. he was. Damn, I forget about that. Damn, mm-hmm. it was it was fucking five of us in that bitch. Yeah. 
Yeah. Damn, Marty was there. I that forgot. Crazy. I forgot who he was there with. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But yeah, okay, okay. So yeah, but I was thinking that we met at the barbecue that his dad had that what that he that his that his family threw that one year. Um, when we was in high school, we probably I can't remember. And that. I, rem- I remember you being there, mm-hmm. but I don't remember. I don't think it was long, or we didn't interact with each other like for a long period right. of time. Because I remember we was playing basketball out in the backyard or whatever. Right, right. And um, so I don't know. remember the first formal time, uh, first time that we met. But yeah, I just but run- we, yeah, that's right. We didn't formally meet then, but right. we was in, we was both there. Right, so I remember meeting, and so um, I had always known about you, but to, you know because you wasn't around. I, I, I met you in high school, but I didn't really know you and really have a whole lot of interaction with you until after high school. So, yeah. you know, you went, to, understandable, though. You, went off, <laughs> you went off to the uh, you went off to the Navy. And so I bring all that up to say that um, it's so interesting how like you and I became so close later on in life because initially we were friends of friends. Right. And right. So right. 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 You just right. can't write. You you can't yeah, you can't yeah. write it that way for us to be as close as we are. It, it shouldn't have happened like that. No, nah, normally shouldn't have it wouldn't have happened like that. It wouldn't that. have happened like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But it. I remember I, if you you probably remember this story. This is kind of where the relationship really kind of started. So uh, it was on some random shit. Like this dude is going back to the navy, and <laughs> I forgot what happened. You, I already so, know where you go. <laughs> this dude, yeah, go this dude is just like um, talk your shit, son. Man, I do because at the time I was I didn't have a vehicle. Right. My right. car had broke down. And so I had met you a few times. And this dude basically said, look, you can drive the car. I'll, or I forgot if you if you said, like, I can buy the car from you, but you was just letting me have it. Like it was just like the next day you was already leaving. It was like here the keys. And so that New Year's that New Year's Day, I drove off with a fucking car. It was a 1995. It was a white 1995 Max. Pearl white. Pearl, pearl white. Get white. That right. Get that right with them gold flakes and that yeah. thing. Yeah, hey, you talking you know about what I'm saying uh-huh. that that wood grain kit all through that thing. And so Mirror ever since. And so ever since then. Some old school shit. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, man, we we just kind of just we started vibing, and it started off. So the reason why I bring that up is because. It, the relationship kind of started from a business transaction mm-hmm. and kind of really turned and grew and turned into a brotherhood because right. although it was business involved and I was making payments and paying you throughout the process because basically I was helping you out because yeah I, you was helping me help help myself you know what I'm saying so right and so that's kind of how the we relationship helping each other really, right you know what I'm saying I scratch your back you scratch so mine type that's situation. my that's that's my story of how I remember the relationship really kind of took off oh yeah and ever since then um, through all the fights and all the other bullshit that we go through but we still bros at the end of the day believe we it. just always have each other back and that has been no doubt that's been damn near almost 30 years bro <laughs> Hey man, you telling me folk how old we is, bro? Don't do that. So they know um, we old, but they don't know how old we is. But yeah, nah, but, I'm just uh, kidding. so no, but that's for real, that's for real. so that's my so basically the whole uh, relationship began there, and so the whole concept of the podcast that we doing is, you know. C is a man of a certain age. I'm a married man yeah, of a certain man. age, and I'm and we, single. You and know we have saying? and we have different perspectives on life. Two Pisces, you two know Pisces. Saying? You know, total opposite ends of the spectrum. This guy got a whole married life for yeah. 15 years now, yeah. and my ass been single forever. You yeah, know so uh, we decided, and we still cool, right? And we decided why not have a podcast, which to me that's the formal version of what we do all the time anyway. Yeah. Because I we, mean, we have so many. So it's like this, right? We be having so many good conversations over the phone. It's like, I know I've said it several times. You've said it several times where, um, damn, bro, we we wish that, that phone conversation could have been recorded. That that like, that like could have right. helped so many people. Right. Or, man, that was hilarious. Or, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just to get a real perspective of somebody else you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and then at the same time there's other people probably going through the same situation or might be having the same um questions in their heads you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and for us to be you know two a, a pretty well-established men that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying do their thing on a daily basis but still find the time to make the time to reach out to each other and you know what I'm saying keep that that genuine connection that we've always had regardless of 
our fut- our f- lives, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, going on, or whatever we got going on at the time, you know what I'm saying, whether, like I said, whether it be you being married um, and having to do parenting on a daily <laughs> basis because, boy, you got them kids and some everything. Yeah, you know what I'm they, I, I respect it. I, I get it because, you know what I'm saying? We were talking know, about I was, that. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah. If I was a father, you know what I'm saying, I would definitely want my kids to be so well-rounded to where they might hate me at the moment, mm-hmm. but they're going to understand later on. Right, right. So, you know, I, I totally get so it. This and I commend me, you and your wife on, on, on that, too, because that's huge, man. I'm, I'm glad me, y'all doing I that. Pre- I appreciate that. So this gives me an opportunity to be able to get on the pod and talk my shit because talk this, this, shit. Version of, this version of me is not um, what I get an opportunity to exude and be as much as I can, as much as I want to be. So, um, you know, I think that this is kind of going to be somewhat refreshing for Mm -hmm. me because Mm -hmm. this gives me an opportunity to be able to hang out with my boy, talk our shit, debate anything. We will be talking about any and everything. Um, And uh, I just think that we just wanted to have an opportunity to kind of... Unrail and unravel the show to you guys for your new listeners. We That's appreciate right. you. That's uh, right. Welcome, family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You here. We here. Now it's time to get refreshed. Exactly. Bitch. <laughs> Drop a bomb on the flex. <laughs> here you talking about. Here you talking about. So um, you know, I figured why not why not why not start the first conversation of the first episode um what we want to call goat talk. Oh man! I mean, obviously, uh, unless you've been under a rock, which maybe some people have been under a rock. I don't know uh, how. Uh, LeBron James is now the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Come on, man! Clap and it up, so, people! Clap it up! So I think that it's a lot of people who always like to have this debate conversation. They want to talk about who's the goat, and everybody has their different reasons and they have their different interpretations as to who is the goat. And I think that people's um, way of gauging who the goat is and isn't is different based off of your interaction. Right, so right, right. We're talking right. about MJ and we talking about LeBron. Yeah, man. So if you um, want to, you want to start or you want me to go? I mean, I, I can start it off. It's 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 uh, man. Before this most recent, um, what do you call it? Uh, milestone. Milestone. Right. Perfect. Before this most recent milestone that he just uh, surpassed, right, it would have been a, well, it was an ongoing conversation that was timeless. Mm-hmm. Who is the GOAT? Who right. is it? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, you know, you had cats, uh, like, back in the day, for example, I, I'll tell you this, my uncle, you know what I'm saying? My uncle played ball, right? And, you know... um, didn't work out for him because, you know, he ended up having a child and mm-hmm. he was playing over in Brussels, Belgium. And uh, he got homesick, just to be honest with you. That was really what it was. Mm-hmm. And more than anything, right. it was he was homesick and he wanted to be with his family, right? right? And so, you know, he came he came home or whatever. But the whole thing was, when I would have this conversation with him, you know, back in the day, we would be talking about, like, who's the GOAT? Who's the GOAT? Right. And he like, man, what do you mean, who's the GOAT? Right. Man, it's, you know who it is. It's Dr. J, boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Get your mind right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm like, man, uh, come on, man. How you going to say that when you got Jordan doing what he doing? Right. Right? Right. And then you got this freak of nature come out of nowhere. Yeah. LeBron motherfucking James. And the James gang. And this dude is just hit everything like a whirlwind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He come through like a storm and he just like, you got to respect it. You got to respect it. You know what I'm saying? And, and the fact that of all things, the dude went and got a tattoo, the chosen one. Yeah. Like, yeah, the he was irony popping, He was that. popping his shit early on. Early, bro. Early. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, if anything, we ain't going to say that he knew, mm-hmm. but he, he knew. knew. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He knew he was destined for greatness, but what great greatness that that was, it's like, I don't know, but I know I'm going to do something. Yeah, I remember LeBron coming out 18 years old. I, I don't think that I've ever seen anybody that had as much But I mean, first of all, this whole, we've had a few players who uh, 
were potentially in this com- could have been in this conversation. When you talk right. about the Black Mamba who came out of, of course, high school. Of course. You had Kevin Garnett that came out of high school. Of course. But nobody knew nothing about Kobe and the greatness that was going to follow him. Nobody. With LeBron, you already knew this nigga had a 90-something million dollar shoe deal before, before. he before he even <laughs> got drafted. Crazy. They knew he was going to be the number one pick. They knew he was going to Cleveland and he already had $90 million. 90 so million I don't can't, dollars. I can't ever remember anybody. As a teenager. Right. And I ain't like, mean to cut you off, but $90 million as a teenager, bro? Hmm. Do you know how many mistakes I can make with $90 million as a teenager? No, I noticed how you said mistakes. Oh, you're going to make them. you <laughs> going to make them. Uh, I don't think anybody ever had that much buzz coming out of high school. And nah, so for me, nah, definitely I not. felt like. I felt like this was all a facade. I didn't really believe in it, honestly. I knew, I seen the videos, I seen the McDonald's All-American, we seen all the dunks, we seen all of the, right. all that shit that he was doing, but I never thought that it was going to translate into what he has translated into. Now. And the irony is, Kareem set the record in 1984, and LeBron was born in 1984. I think they said, what did they say, six, like six or nine months six later? Six months, yeah, nine months later. That's- Man. So the record was 38,000 and some points, mm, uh, mm, 38,000 points. I forgot um, the exact number. And so he broke it. And so now this kind of uh, initiates and provokes this whole new conversation because, again, everybody, you and I, we grew up on MJ. Correct. So, you know, for for so many reasons, obviously, we for us would always say MJ is the GOAT. I mean, and, and, up until the couple nights ago, I would have so, said the same so thing. So again, but. for me, so for me, I feel like my position is starting to pivot, pivot a little bit, just because right. I feel like how do we, how do we gauge and what do we base the goat off of? So for you, let me ask you, what do you base the goat off of? Is it just stats? Is it impact? Is it overall just longevity? What is it for you? Um, that's a good question. Uh, glad you asked that. Um, uh, if you don't mind, uh, audience, can you please clap it up for him for the great question? <laughs> yeah, so basically, uh, I, I want to say most people, and myself included, when I have the conversation of GOAT talk, right? Right. You, They always, well, he ain't got more championships, he ain't got more rings. Right, right. Right, and so we say, we say Jordan. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, you got you you can't even really say Jordan when you talk about the rings, right? Exactly. Cause last time I checked, there's a guy out there. Um, well, used to be a guy out there. Yeah. Uh, he passed R- away R- last R- year. R.I.P. R- R- Bill Russell. Moment of silence for him. Yes, the great Bill Russell. Uh, so yeah, man, and 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 this is even, man, this is awesome. Check this out. So. They have a, a documentary. It's a mini series on Netflix, right? Oh yeah, that just about came Bill out. Russell. It just came out, yeah. So I knew a lot about Bill Russell, mm-hmm. but there was a couple things that I didn't know. Like what? Me, the basketball student, did not know <laughs> that this man was a player and a coach. Okay, hold on, pause. I knew he was a player. And I knew he was a coach, right? Yeah. I did not know that the man was a player and a coach at the same time and won the ring. Bruh. Pause. <laughs> now, Two I knew rings. that. I knew that. Two rings as a player and a coach. That was some 67 that's, shit, though. But, like, but, but, bro, that's crazy. Yeah. I feel like the man is shorted for two rings. Right. Because if they would have had a coach, the coach would have got a ring, right? Right. So where's his... Yeah, but then when you talk about, I mean to cut you off, but then when you talk about like the, like, I believe that there are errors of goats. Absolutely. I think we have to have the conversation. I think we have to have the conversation about, because I do think there is, there should be an overall goat. Absolutely. And then I do think that there's layers to that. There's error goats. Right, right. Because obviously you could say Bill Russell got 10 rings. Come on, man. Don't nobody, or is it a, or 11, is it a, it's, it's 11, 11 rings. It's 11, it's 11 rings. Get nobody right. has 11 rings. But then again, you played in a different time. Correct. You played in a different time where you were the biggest man on the floor, and all they had to do was just get, like Wilt and Bill. Yeah, they, them were, dudes, they were the two biggest. They so, were the two biggest on the court. And they went at it, bro. They and went so at it. Just get him the ball, and he's the tallest and closest to the hoop. Correct. Let that nigga just put that shit in the hoop. Yeah. 
And so back then, there was niggas wasn't shooting Jays. They wasn't. There wasn't no Steph Curry back then. Nah. There wasn't no no nah. Kyrie Irving when it comes to like the, the the handles and shit like that. It was just basically fundamental ass basketball. Yeah, but this is the thing though. So uh, like again, I'm a student of basketball, right? So you do have a few guys that they may not have necessarily been shooters to the degree of what we've seen in Steph Curry. Yeah. Or or maybe uh, ball handlers to mm-hmm. the to the uh, capacity of uh, Kyrie Irving, right? Yeah. But you had guys that handled the rock just as well in that time frame, right? So you got to mention guys like Bob Cousy. Mm-hmm. You got to mention guys like Jerry West. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which Talk is your shit. Talk which, your is, shit. which is the it's NBA nigga, logo. Nigga knows, you know, <laughs> nigga knows that basketball, bro. You, you know I what I'm saying? So you know, when it comes to basketball, you know that's that's my thing, but. At the end of the day, man, I, I I totally agree with you. Uh, we definitely need to have eras of goats, and then you got the overall goat. Mm-hmm. And when you say the overall goat, you gotta give it to LeBron James. Well, so so let's unpack this. So I got some stats here. So um, when we look at points overall, so mm-hmm. Jordan averaged for his career thirty points. Mm-hmm. LeBron 30.1 points. LeBron averaged 27.2 points. Okay. Um and so when you look at when you when you look at the points per game, uh the points per game only means something to me when it comes to uh when you when you start to consider overall stats as far as points or whatever. Right, 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 right. So then when you consider um when you consider a lot of a lot of times this is where I used to always feel like. Go ahead. This is where I used to feel like MJ was always the goat for me. Because a lot of people will say, "Oh, well, that nigga had he, that nigga went to the finals six times. He ain't never lost, right?" But then when you look at LeBron's stats, now. LeBron has been to the finals how many times? He he he's four and six in the finals. Say it again. He's four and six in the finals. Say it one more time. He's four and six in the finals. For the people in the back, he's four and six in the finals. Thank you. So to me, I feel like, and the nigga went to the finals nine <laughs> times straight. That's crazy. So to me, I feel like you got to give LeBron a little bit of credit because obviously, you know, in Jordan's era, Jordan like, like LeBron is actually a, a LeBron was a nice person. Right, right, right. MJ right. and Kobe, they were not <laughs> nice people. They were dogs. No, they were dogs. No, 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 no. They were dogs. No, 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 no. Hold on. MJ hold, was a gangster. Hold, hold on a second. <laughs> hold on a second. MJ was definitely gangster. Cause he appeared as one thing, right? Mm-hmm. But everybody on the court would tell you, oh, that nigga ain't who you think he is. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. But guess who guess guess who was also like that? Bean Bryant. You already know. So he if anybody thought he, he wasn't a nice, he was a nice guy when, when when you think about the commercials, you know what I'm saying? When you think about the um the shoe deal and all of that, which which again, it was basically another um it was basically like a clone of Jordan, but mm-hmm. just a new era. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? With a hip hop swagger to it, basically. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? They was able to double down. And basically make another Jordan without it being Jordan. Because definitely Kobe was his own guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he definitely modeled his game after Jordan. And you could see it. I'm not even sure if you're familiar with what I'm getting ready to say. But if you guys go on YouTube, somebody came about and they decided to do a video edit, right? And they did some highlights of Jordan and they did some highlights of Kobe. Right. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they put at first it starts to be, I think it's like side to side or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? First, they start, they start showing Jordan mm-hmm. and then they start showing Kobe. Right. Right. Then they put them side by side. And as 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 the play is going on, right, the highlight mm-hmm. reel is going, mm-hmm. they start to blend the two and play one over top of the other. Mm-hmm. And the niggas is making the same moves. Yeah. Like. I'm talking about gesture for gesture, mm-hmm. all the way down to the iconic fadeaway. Yeah, but then swish. But the crazy thing about Kobe that I used to hate is that he used to hate on niggas. Used to be able to say 
that nigga, you just you play just like he used to try to not act like he wasn't trying to be like Jordan. That nigga walks like him, chews gum like him, shoots like him, does the fadeaway like him. Every he even, every every song like him in the interview. <laughs> He yeah, even I sounds like, like him in the interview. And I'm like, come on now, Kobe. Got, you got to give it to him. The only thing you're not doing is sticking your tongue out. It's the only thing you didn't do. Right. But I think that Kobe was the only one who's probably... I thought if anybody was going to um, surpass Kareem, I thought Kobe was. Um, but then when you kind of look at Kobe and LeBron, they both have they both played 20 seasons. So back to the GOAT talk. So... Um, when you look at the championships, let's talk about that and unpack that for a second. Jordan's, Go Jordan's got six championships. Correct. Chick, six chips. LeBron's got four. Jordan's got five MVPs. Come on. LeBron's got four. Come on. Um, Jordan's got six finals MVP. LeBron's got four. So Come right on. now, when you consider, when you they are kind of neck and neck when you they think really about are. it. Because they every really time are. LeBron won a championship, he won the MVP. Right. Uh Le, uh, jo- Jordan is eleven all. T- he's eleven time All Star. LeBron is an eighteen time All Star. Come on now. Um, Jordan is nine time All Defense. LeBron is six time All Defense. Mm. Um, mm. Oh, excuse me, eleven time All NBA. Eleven, eleven time, and LeBron is eighteen. And mm. Jordan has fourteen All Star appearances, and LeBron, oh LeBron has nineteen All Star appearances. Oh, um, Jordan has. Uh, 10 scoring titles and LeBron has only one scoring title. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What? <laughs> 10? <laughs> so, 10. We know, 10. <laughs> we know Jordan was a dog, but to me, I always thought that LeBron was. <sighs> LeBron could play all five positions on the court. He definitely can. So, LeBron to me was. Magic Johnson on fucking steroids because okay I can see that I can see that so because when you magic ask, magic could do the same shit right right that's that's what I was getting ready to say because like I'll give you an example right when most people well I didn't say most people but a lot of people when you ask them who their favorite player is as far as our age frame right right, right. they gonna tell you Jordan right 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 for me that wasn't my answer my answer was Magic Johnson. My answer was Magic Johnson because, yes, Jordan made all the players on the team around him better, right? Magic did the same thing. But the difference was Magic was more so I'm going to get everybody involved and I'm going to make them and let them do their thing. So as they doing their thing, when to, when the time is needed and you need me, you can definitely count on me because the, splo- the floor is going to be so spread to where I could take whoever my defender is and give him the business. You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, because he had the ability to do that, it made it easier for him to be able to go on the other end of the court and actually defend too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which We're not saying that Jordan wasn't a defender, but he was much more of a better scorer than he was a defender. I mean, he just, that's the thing about Jordan. Because he only defended every now and again when it was needed. But Jordan was just as much as a good defender as he was a scorer because this nigga was a nine-time, all-time defense. He was, but at that point, now you got to say, okay, well, how many times was Magic that? And then not only that, but the era that Magic was in the league, them dudes was going home with some... Broken ribs, you know what I'm saying? They 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 was hurting. Yeah, they it, was the, feeling. The NBA was different back then. Yeah, it was they, a lot they more. literally changed the rules of engagement when for for Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which I understand it. He was a more marketable player. Mm-hmm. Then you had the whole situation with the HIV. Yeah, and so it was like, oh, this magic guy. I don't know about him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I get it, but right. yeah, I mean. I'm there's I'm not discrediting Jordan at all. I don't want to seem like that's what I'm doing because I'm not. But I'm just saying, when it comes down to Jordan, Jordan played his position. That was it. Mm-hmm. He defended and he got buckets. He got some assists, but he got buckets. Yeah, and um, he got good steals. You know what I'm yeah, saying? He, he had a nice amount of steals. He's up there in the steals records book. You know what I'm saying? Now, when you when you talk about Magic, Magic was that guy in so many different positions. That he was a point guard, but was a forward. 
Matter of fact, I, he he they created the new point guard based off of him, the point forward, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Before Magic was in the game, that didn't exist. And yeah. it only existed for a small amount of time with him in the game. And then it went back to being just a regular point guard. So are you saying that you are introducing a new GOAT into this conversation? I, I, I ain't saying that. <laughs> So just, just for the, saying, so just for the sake of the argument, so it was multiple positions being played, is what I'm saying. Okay, so so we, so, so Jordan plays one position. That's the focal point of the of my point. Jordan plays one position. LeBron can play the point. He can play the shoot. He can play the small. He can play the the big forward, and he can play the the, the five. You know what I'm saying? He can play center. Right. It's needed depending on the size of the of the of the of the team. So let me ask you this. Give me your so just let's go ahead and dead it. Give me your go and why. You saying uh MJ or or LeBron? Yeah, because that's 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 oh, it's that's, LeBron. It's LeBron. Okay. I, I'm gonna go with LeBron all day. And and this normally wouldn't have been my answer prior to him uh, you know, making that last achievement that he's made. So you're going to go with LeBron and for the reasons why? So uh, LeBron, because like I said, he could play multiple positions on the floor. Mm-hmm. So I can put him in any place that I need him, depending on what I have. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to make everybody around him better. Right. Mm-hmm. He's going to equally defend. Number four, he's going to take care of his body. The reason why Jordan did the amount of time that he did was because of the fact that he had gotten hurt. Mm-hmm. The reason why Kobe did the time that he did was because he'd gotten hurt. The reason why he didn't reach the goals that LeBron reached was because he got hurt. LeBron is going to make sure he doesn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? That means in the offseason, this man is going to train his body mm-hmm. tremendously well. Mm-hmm. Like his workout regimen is impeccable. Like the dude... You got to go on, online and pull up these clips, man. The dude is in the offseason, bro. Okay. This is why he is who he is and this is why he's where he at. That's a compelling argument. So, and I see you know. I see I, I I see you LeBron and I'll It's still MJ for me. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, man. It's still MJ for me. I get and, it, the, and, and, the, and listen, I on paper when you look at the numbers when it is all said and done. Mm-hmm. Now, here's my contradiction. When it is all said and done, I believe LeBron will be the GOAT. Correct. Because he's done everything that he's done. And this nigga ain't done yet. 20 right, years. He's right, still got at least right. two, three years. So when it's all said and done, I believe he will be the GOAT. But as Correct. for right now, I still feel that MJ is the GOAT. And here's why. Okay. Talk your shit. Uh, so for me, I feel like MJ did more in less time. Mm. LeBron mm. played 20 years. MJ paid, played 13. I think it's 13 years. Mm. Um, and so LeBron obviously has had more. And if you play fucking 20 years, you're going to beat every fucking record there is that, anyway. That, that, That's not taken away from his the success and the, 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 the things that he did. But Jordan did more in less time. Mm, Jordan mm, was number three all the the, the number the three the shit can't fucking talk. Spit it out already, nigga. You played yourself. Yeah, come uh, on, you got something in your mouth, bro. Uh, <laughs> you lying over there, bro? Pull the mic back. But um, what was I saying? So uh, MJ did more in less time. I'll give you that. And when it counted the most. MJ never lost in the finals. Now, obviously, the time was different. Yeah. The times was different. Yeah. Um, but I feel like MJ was the number three all-time scorer for a very long time. He was. Um, and so he did that in 13 years. Mm. And he had the numbers that he had mm. for that for that amount of time. Because I don't think Kobe passed MJ probably, what, seven, eight years? No, it was like a couple years before he retired. Yeah, yeah. Look, so LeBron, I mean, so... MJ was number three all time in the 13 years. Right. And you figure that fucking second year, or was it the second year where he fucking missed most of the season when he broke his ankle, when he broke his foot? Yeah. So so we got to, you got to, man, I ain't even think about that. So for me, 
he did more in less time. And I feel like although the errors was different, I mean, like, right. you know. Because what, what did he break, his ankle or was, was it, it his was foot? His ankle or Actual his foot. foot. I think it was his ankle. Or I th- it might have it been his foot. I think it was his foot. Um, and so. Um, we have to Google that. Yeah, we have to Google that. So for me, it's him doing. I'm biased, obviously, because we grew up on MJ. Right. Um, when you think of global impact. Mm-hmm. MJ started this shit. Right. Be, all you niggas is my son. <laughs> <laughs> He's sonning niggas out here. All, all of you, all of you niggas is my son. Tell um, him, tell him why you mad, son. Tell him why you mad. So I feel like um, I made you niggas want to be me. You know, like when you talk about global impact, I believe that um, MJ still has that on the, the game in a chokehold even years later after him being retired and being done. Now, the nigga's a fucking horrible GM, a horrible owner. He can't fucking sense and identify talent, Kwame Byron. He just can't, he, he, he can't, he can't, he can't get that together. But I'll just end by just saying, I think for me, MJ is going to always be my GOAT just because he did. Um, I mean, the numbers are the numbers. You cannot deny right, the right, numbers. Right. So LeBron... I mean, this nigga's third all-time in assists, bro. Yeah, numbers don't lie, as they say. And, and just for the update, uh, so it was a fractured navicular tarsal bone. So that's going to be the foot. So, yeah, we both was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we both was wrong. But, um... But yeah, man, I, I that for me, that's I'm putting it to rest. For right now, he still is my GOAT. Okay. When it's all said and done, I believe that LeBron is going to be the GOAT. Well, I can respect that, man. Clap it up for Jordan shit. <laughs> so, um, so that's that. So now I want to segue into a segment that we like to call top five. Top five, top five, top five. Let's do it. So um there's been another debate that's been going on, uh, where People have been having this conversation. The Grammys just celebrated um, 50 years of the hip hop, uh, 50 years of hip hop. So um, happy birthday to hip hop. I don't normally watch the Grammys. Um, I recorded the Grammys because I wanted to see the performance. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, But 50 years of hip hop, I didn't realize hip hop was that old, which is not old. But um, a lot of people don't know this. Let me ask you this if you know this. Did you know that hip-hop is the... Well, you probably knew this. Hip-hop is the most popular genre of music. I kind of figured that. And you know, and the crazy part about it is we, as black niggas, is not responsible for that. Correct. Because white people consume more music than we do. Exactly. They want to be us. Ain't trying to be funny, but, you know, we're just saying that. So, um... So everybody's kind of been having, and this happens like probably every five, six years or so. So everybody um, has come up with their own opinion and debates about the top 50 hip hop artists. But we, but in this segment that we're going, that we're going to be doing, we are going to be debating the top five hip hop artists in our opinion. And so just to kind of give you um, just a first, a rundown of the top 20, this is Billboard. This is their this is their top twenty. Go ahead. So I'm gonna give it to you real quick. Talk to them. Um, you want me to go twenty nah, up, or you want me? To- nah, go go spit it up. All right. So at number let, one, let the people know who 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 they got listed <laughs> for for what the options are. All right. So I'm I, actually I'm gonna go backwards. Okay. Because um, that. that just makes it more um, interesting. So at number twenty, they got Big Daddy Kane. Nineteen, they got Missy Elliott. Eighteen, Ice Cube. Hold on, pause. We 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 say all time, right? All time. Oh wow, all time. All time. Okay. All right, go ahead. We can we can we we can we can we can debate that. It's it's, it's debatable. Everything's um, debatable on the 17, refresh podcast. Seventeen, right? Seventeen, fifty cent. Uh, sixteen, Scarface. Fifteen, okay. J Cole. Fourteen, LL Cool J. Thirteen, Rakim. Twelve, ATL baby. Andre 3000. Let's go. 11, Kanye West. 10, Nicki Minaj. 9, Snoop Dogg. Uh, 8, Drake. 7, Lil Wayne. Biggie Smalls at number 6. And Mm. for the the top 5, you Mm. got coming in at number 5, you got Slim Shady, Eminem. You got number 4, you got Tupac. 
Number three, you okay. got Queensbridge, Nas. Okay. Number two, you got Kendrick Lamar. Okay. And number one, of course, you got Hove. Mm. So uh, based off of the first, the top 20, do you, you, you got some issues. We want to debate the I, top I got, I got a lot of issues. You got, you got a lot of issues. I, we, got, I got quite a few issues We're going to debate our top five. But, but, but it's just let me, hear, let me hear what your, your issues with the top 20. It, it's, it's debatable with Refresh Podcast because... Everything's debatable on Refresh Podcast. Just to let y'all know, in case y'all didn't know already. You're going to get to know. So, uh, I'm not arguing with number one because that's that, that that's my that's my um, cousin. You know, his last name's Carter, so... You know, last, so, you know. so, are you leaking that that, that Jay-Z is... Every, every, you, everybody last name Carter that's famous, they all my cousins. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Whether they know it or not, they're my cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not laughing though. But yeah. So uh, Kendrick Lamar at number two. Kendrick Nice, the mm-hmm. young man is stellar at what he does. Right. So, but you're gonna give me yours. Like, I don't. I don't. Because I want to hear your top five. I don't think he's number two. But I'm gonna tell you what my top five is. Right. I got Jay at number one. Right. Mm-hmm. That's family. <laughs> so so that's that you should know who my number two is. Okay. That's also family. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Okay. Carter one and Carter two. You know what I'm saying? That's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna say. Carter one and Carter two. And then coming right behind that, I got Biggie. Biggie did so much within the short amount of time that he was here. Mm-hmm. He blessed us with so much good music, so much like swag, so much style. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In such a short amount of time. And he was a big, ugly black nigga. <laughs> he told you big and black and ugly as ever. However, coochie down to the socks. Come on, man. You you can't argue with that. So yeah, that's my number three. And then, you know, um, I'm a hometown hero type of guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure why they got him at uh, number 12, but I got him at number four. Mm-hmm. I had to push him up a couple notches because, you know, the, 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 the man does what he does. And, uh, yeah. So uh, 3,000 at number four. So I know you're like, well, what's number five? I think I know where you're going, but I wanna I I wanna I wanna hear just like What's the listeners wanna hear. Five? Spit that spit that shit out. What's number five? Number five is like a toss up, mm-hmm. right? It's almost kind of like it depends on the time frame. Cause right now, people got bodies of workout. Mm-hmm. Some people. Mm-hmm. And then some people don't got bodies of workout right mm-hmm. now, right? So you got to go off they old shit. And for me, the man been in the game for a short amount of time. And he been doing numbers the whole time he been doing what he been doing. Some people don't like the guy. Some people don't respect the guy. The guy is controversial. Oh, shit. He does what he does. But we're going to get to the point, though. Mm, I hope it's not. I know who it is. You know who it I is. I hope it's not. You know who it is. Mm. He not a fighter. He a lover. So I got to get to that boy, Drake. That boy, Drizzy Drake. Wow. I didn't know you was going there with Drake. Um, But that's a that's a, that's a curveball. That's definitely a curveball. So ball. you said you got Hove at one. That's right. You got, um, did you say Biggie at two? Mm-mm. No, we'll Mm-mm. Give, it, give it to me again. Mm-mm. Carter is number one. Carter is number two. Okay, I got you. you. I said family. Okay. I, I got to keep one and two in I the got family. You. I got you. So, um, all right, so that's a respectable top five. Thank That's you. a respectable I, I, top I, I, five. I appreciate you have that. Your, so I think that the other thing that we need to kind of... Can, can I get a round of applause for my top five, please? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're so kind. Um, There's a few that I don't understand, <laughs> but 
But <laughs> so it's a but it's a respectable top five. And let's, so let's go. And so also we gotta unpack um how do people make their decisions when it comes to their top five? Because is it just catalog? Is it impact? Is it what is it? Because there's a lot of different things that go into play when it comes to that. And so everybody's top right. five is different. So this right. is just our opinion. Um, we hope that that shit is your opinion is somewhere in here because if you are, if you a music hip hop head, and none of these your top, on your list, your top wrong. five, we should have at least one person that's the same in the top five. Yeah, the other four, yeah. it's debatable. It, it's debatable, right? So, um, I'm a, I'm gonna go a little different. So, I'm gonna go at number five. At number five, um. Mm. <laughs> and number five, uh, I'm gonna go with Andre 3000. Okay, Andre 3000. Here's why he's coming in at number five. Um, he is a part of arguably the best hip hop duo ever. Correct. Um, and so when it comes to hip hop, we, me, us being from Atlanta, we love Outkast. Hip hop in Atlanta was Outkast. Come on, like now. you know, the South's got something to say. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Outcast right. w- was was the epitome of shooting the middle finger to folks when all everybody thought that the South was was booty shaking music. Exactly, you had niggas out here that was really rapping, really had really, these bars, really had bars. Come on, and so Andre was one of those, and because he's a part of my favorite, one of my favorite duos, um, you could easily say you can go back and forth between UGK and Outcast, but I mean, right. you know, right. UGK was that was the OGs for them. Right, 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 right. So they 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 are who they are because of UGK. Right. So for that reason, I'm gonna go number five um, for Andre 3000. Now it's gonna start to get a little interesting for me because um, okay, you know when you consider uh, East Coast rap mm. and you consider where we were when we were growing up mm-hmm. and how. Avail- readily, readily available music was to us based off of uh, where we are geographically and regionally when it comes to music. There's only certain things that you get a chance to hear. Okay. So I'm going to go at number four, I'm going to go Lil Wayne. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go Lil Wayne. The reason why I'm going to go Lil Wayne is because I feel like we all kind of, Lil Wayne, his first album came out in 1999. Gotcha. And so when you talk about like, uh, Catalog. I don't think that anybody in hip hop has a catalog like Lil Wayne. Nah, not not so, not too many people. Which 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 really honestly, because of that catalog, should probably put him in top three in most people's right. in most people's arguments. Right. I mean, in, in most people's uh, uh top five. The reason why I have him at number four is because I believe that like when Lil Wayne was hot, he was hot, and I think that he has a humongous catalog pause but at the same time i also feel like (laughs) right around right around the carter three is when all of his music started to kind of sound the same yeah 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 and so i believe that right around carter three wayne hit his ceiling Mm, creatively metaphorically all of the music started to sound the same so for me personally i felt like lyrically as well no not lyrically but just I just, I just felt like he just met his ceiling just because I felt like your content was all the same. It was all about bitches eating pussy and fucking. That was you. that was that okay. was it. Okay. Um now he still he that. still had the ability to be able to still say that shit in a way that be like, God Lee, because you know my all time favorite line from him is cause you don't want that latex that I think I'm latex. <laughs> right. Um so for me, that's why he falls at number four. Gotcha. Now getting down to top three, um, which is kind of interesting for me uh, because there's a lot of honorable mentions here. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of people would feel. Um, I'm anxious to hear what you got. For me, um, I'm going to go number three. I'm going to go slim. Ooh, you got you got slim shady in your top three. Mm-hmm. Okay. I got Slim in my top three. Okay, please. Um, I ain't mad. And at the you. reason why I have Slim in my top, him in number three, is because, I mean, I obviously thought that like Eminem was a gimmick at first, 
We didn't take right. him serious. Nah, I was just like, I, what, I, is I this, what is this? What is this that Dre is trying to do? Oh yeah. But when you listen to the cadence and the bars and how this dude raps, oh he nasty. You kind of go like, you know, there's this one of my favorite verses off of Lil Wayne. I mean, not Lil Wayne, but like Shady has a um, a song with Lil Wayne. I think it's called What It uh, What Is Love or something like that. I think it's off of. Um, I'll let you uh, listen to it after we get done. I got to do some homework. Um, I just believe that the cadence and the 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 way that the the way that he raps in the subject. I mean, it was very dark. Um, his style of rap and the things that he went through. Very, but very. you, but 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 Eminem probably is arguably in most people's top five. Definitely, folks, top ten. Oh yeah, yeah. I I definitely say he's in he's in. Uh, if he's not in your top five, he's definitely in your top ten. He's not in my top five, but he's definitely in my top ten. Right. You, you got to give him some props. You know, saying the the race is not an issue right. for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I'm a person. I'm a lover of music across the board. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, um, my formidable years, I went to private school, so mm-hmm. I was. Around white folks on a regular basis, which you know, I have a really good relationship with them in general. They mm-hmm. in my family and the whole nine, so mm-hmm. I get along with white folks real good. Um, but he definitely in my top ten, right? You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 um, what was that? Um, I showed number three. Number three. So um, I'm gonna ruffle a few feathers here because most people would say, <laughs> most people would say, okay, well. Uh, if that's it your third, two, it if, ain't but two left. If that's your third, you know what the top two are. And to me, I feel like um, I'm gonna just go ahead and just say honorable mention goes to Pac mm. and Biggie. They mm. are they they did not make the cut for me personally. They mm. are top ten, but they ain't been in my top five. Gotcha. Um, I feel like Ready to Die is. The soundtrack and like when you think of like yeah. Biggie Smalls, you look at like yeah. Ready that that you say most people put Biggie in the top five just because of Ready to Die. And right. when you think about it, what else do you really have? You have Life After Death. Yeah, but I Biggie had what three albums? Yeah, and the dude has been dead since 1997. Right. So how is it that like you're telling me that Ready to Die was that impactful to where people are saying that's top five? It was. <laughs> you got, see, this is the thing, right? The reason most people put it so high up there, because he set the bar so high. Like, think about it, right? Number one, and and, and this is no shade to anybody that's a handsome guy mm-hmm. that's extremely marketable and light skinned. But I'm just saying. So the guy was who he was, and he came out of nowhere d- talking about something that nobody was talking about. Mm-hmm. You, when you when you thought about the type of rap that he rapped, right? Mm-hmm. You was you mostly got that at that time frame from West Coast rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was some quote quote gangster shit, right? Mm-hmm. You got that shit from Snoop. You got it from Dre. You got it from Cube. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You got it from all of those guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mac Ten. You know, you even got it from 40, even though 40 was from the Bay and he was on some different shit. Mm-hmm. But he, he still was on some gangster shit, too, though. Yeah. If you really listen to him. Right. Yeah. Before Biggie came in the game, you didn't have anybody on the East Coast really rapping on no gangster shit. You had niggas in the Midwest rapping on gangster shit. You had cats like Dayton Family and so forth, so on. <laughs> right. You're going back. But you didn't have nobody rapping about that on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. With exception of Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap was, it was gangster, but it was like mostly just selling dope. And dope rap and gangster was like, it didn't really blend mm-hmm. at the time. They merged the two with Biggie. Mm-hmm. He gave you gangster and he gave you dope and psh, this is what you got. So, like I said, honorable mention to Pac and Biggie. Um, I think that Pac and Biggie were great, amazing artists. But for me, um, I just feel like, for me, I don't, they're not in my top five, which is blasphemy probably to some people. Hey, man. Because I think that, like, when you you consider, when you consider Pac and you consider (laughs) Biggie, 
Well, you consider Biggie and Pop. Will somebody shoot this nigga? <laughs> Thank you. When you think of Biggie and Pac, everybody, I mean, for so long, they were the face of hip hop. Right. And so as young as, as young brothers, that's what people were pushing to us. I get it. So, so, but let me go number two. Come on. So number two for me is Drake. Mm. Okay. Um, and again, I don't know if you so for me, so for me, um, I feel like this the logic between putting Drake at number two, because if I got Wayne at four, I get it. You don't get. So I didn't you realize we shared we I, I get you it. can't you can't get I'm okay with it. You Drake I'm okay com, with it. Drake comes out of Wayne. Right. Which is on which is the only reason why I got Wayne higher. Right. So he's um, a student. It's like the sensei and the student. Which one came first? Right. So I got Drake at number two just okay. off of just I mean, just impact the whole nine. Like Drake is the small version of Wayne. You know, and I think sometimes, arguably, I think that Drake probably has the potential to be better than him when Absolute, it's all said absolutely. and done. Um, and then number one, I mean, it goes without saying, Hove is number one for Come me. Come on, man. I Come mean, on, man. the Carter again. <laughs> so for me, I'm going to run it down to you. Number five, three stacks. Number four, Wayne. Number three, Slim Shady. Number two, um, Drake. And number one, Hove. Okay. So, Cause oh. So for me, that's my top five. You man, gave us your top five. Come on, audience. Clap it up for my guy, man. So that is our segment of... Top five, top five, top five. So, um, yeah, man. So, um, again, this is the Refresh Podcast, and... We like to do things a little different over here. And uh, one of the things that we like to do different is... We're black on black, right? And so we like to rock black on black. And one of the one of the ways that we like to rock black on black is we like to support black owned businesses. So this is our segment of black on black. We're gonna shout out some companies, some entities that are black owned, and we feel like you guys should go and support. And show your love because we do. So uh, I'm going to go first. So um, I'm going to stay in Atlanta. So okay. I'm going to go some top five. Hometown um, I mean, hero. Let's go. Um, so we'll be doing just we just doing two or. No, nah, you, you, you got four of them guys. I got four of them guys. All right. So uh, number one, um, if you're in Atlanta, you got to go support Slutty Vegan. Oh, man. Slutty <laughs> Vegan is man. Listen, bro. <laughs> When I'm on the west side, bro. <laughs> are we doing a are we doing and, I, and I'm and I'm riding when I'm down on the, the west street, side, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm riding down the street, right? And I'm getting ready to pass by. It's always a line, bro. Mm. I ain't been yet. But boy, my cousin been, my auntie been. My mama was about to go. She was like, I don't know about them impossible. I said, Mama, they in that line for a reason. So I think that's where we going when we uh, celebrate this next go around. Mm -hmm. Me and my mama, because her birthday coming up, so yeah, I think we might take her to Slutty Vegan. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go grab some good old burgers from over there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, man, y'all go um, check them folks out, man. Slutty Vegan. Um, and if you if you're familiar and been on the West Side, you should know about this. If you grew up in the West Side, you should know about this restaurant called Busy Bees. Everybody know about Busy Bees. If man. you need some good soul food, classic, um, classic, classic place. Um, and then another one that I'm gonna go with that's a little a little different that um most people may know may not know about or know about, but it's this uh it's this place called Cheesecake. Okay, you know all about cheesecake, don't you? Nah, I don't. Again, my mom and my cousin, them the two biggest foodies in my family, bro, mm -hmm. and they be turning me on to so much stuff. And when it comes down to that place in the event that I liked cheesecake, mm -hmm. I would definitely go hit them up. They um they are in Norcross, and um so uh they are considered to be the the perfect self treat. Okay. Um. So that's cheesecake, and they are in Nor Norcross. And then lastly, I'm gonna go. 
Um, for any of you ATL, I know I, a lot of people are starting to get back into this, taking their kids to do this. But why don't y'all go ahead and support Cascade Skate? Ooh, you know, that's a good one, bro. That's a good one. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, we used to go skating all the time when we was growing up, and then it seemed like skating kind of fell off. But now skating is starting to pick up again. Folks are starting to um, pick up their old skates and go skating and yeah. doing things with the family. So I would just the dust say, off them guys, man. Get the dust off them guys, man. Take your kids out, go out on a date. Uh, you know, whatever you feel that you need to do. Yeah, but, yeah, man. It's like you can have a good time, get your workout in, have some fun. Have some uh, good laughs. Like, man, the music is amazing over there. I heard the DJ is is really dope. Um, you know, man, support. Black mm-hmm. on, baby. So so that's show four, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I got four as well. Um, this dude right here, man, when I tell you, if you go and check out his IG, I promise you, you're going to be like, man, I got to buy something. And again, you know, I'm a family guy. I love my last name. <laughs> this guy by the name of Delvin Carter, he has a company called Somewhere in America. We refer to it as Saya. Man, Saya on IG is killing it, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, the dude got shoes. And I ain't talking about just shoes, like just a couple pairs. Like the dude got shoes, bruh. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about sneakers. He got foams. He got boots. Mm. He got heels. Man, the dude nasty, bruh. But then on top of that, the man got clothes, bruh. <laughs> I'm talking about, bruh, he do it all, man. Mm-hmm. He does it all. And the thing that I like about the guy is, Number one, he been doing this for so long, right? Mm-hmm. He one of the OGs in the game. Like, I, uh, um, if you remember back in the day, right, we used to get the Air Force Ones and cats used to go and um, get them with the Gucci Gucci checks put on them, yeah, right, or yeah. the Louis checks, right? Yeah, yeah. He one of the guys that started that, mm. right? Um, used to hit up Dapper Dan up in New York because he's from New York, right? And um, uh, matter of fact, I think I want to say Core Mega. Okay. Um, was one of the first guys, you know what I'm saying, that he uh did a did a um fit for mm-hmm. head to toe. Man, nasty, nasty, bro. Nasty. And um, you know, the dude just been doing it ever been doing it big ever since, man. And um, you know, he went to the Coast Guard, ended up, you know what I'm saying, jumping out and was like he wanted to do his own thing. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, he set shop up in uh in Oakland. He out in the bay right now. Mm-hmm. And so the dude been killing it, man. Um, Steven Jackson mm-hmm. from the um from out there in the bay mm-hmm. and uh um Steph Curry. Right. They've been, you know what I'm saying, some of the two people that's that I've seen that's in his stuff on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And even them, they like, they turned him on to some people and they put mm-hmm. him in some places, you know what I'm saying, to where he was able to finesse and do do his thing. Mm-hmm. You know, because like all you got to do is just go and look and you're going to see. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I think the most, the thing that's on his, the next big thing on his plate, uh, you remember that situation that happened with Kyrie and um, Nike, right? Right. He is actually the guy that I want to say is getting ready to um, do something big with Kyrie. Oh, okay. He's finna um, help him do his thing. You all right over there, man? So, good. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, my um, number one is going to be uh, Saya, Somewhere in America, and that's by uh, Delvin Carter. Like I said, go check him out on um, IG. You can go to the website as well. The links is the link is in the bio, um, and just hit him up, man, and check him out. Cause like I said, man, the dude is doing real big stuff over there, um, and uh, hopefully he gets that situation um, to where he can part, do that partnership with uh, Kyrie and get Kyrie <clears throat> on, on on the good foot. Yeah. Um, next, I got uh, Talian Twine. Talian Twine is a luxury. Uh, Watch design, designer company. Um, man, when I tell you them watches is so fire, bro. <clears throat> and when it comes down to me as a person, I got a couple of vices, right? Mm-hmm. I like cologne. I like watches. And I like sneakers. Mm-hmm. 
I'm always gonna rock some fly sneakers, right? Right. But when <clears> your <throat> sneakers can match your watch, boy, <laughs> you killing the game then, bro. <laughs> and so that's that's kind of like you know what I'm saying. Uh, the situation over at Tally and Twine. They, I'm talking about they got the bracelet style joints, they got the canvas watches, and they canvas watches is crazy because they got these crazy prints where um, the prints are the print, and then sometimes the print actually means something. They got this one um, for the Juneteenth that they did with the red, black, and green. Mm-hmm. That thing nasty, man. You got to go and get that guy. Um and then they also got some canvas joints where you can represent um, your fret. So if you Greek mm-hmm. and you pledged, man, you definitely got to go and show love, right? Because mm-hmm. they got they represent for everybody over there as um, all the Greeks, you know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, Italian twine. Uh, next is, uh, like I, you just heard me say, I'm a watch guy, I'm a sneaker guy, and I am definitely a um, cologne guy. And mm-hmm. that's what I got up next. It's called. It's a company called Zavies. Zavies is. Uh, they are a black-owned cologne company. Mm-hmm. They do designer cologne. And when I'm talking about you, if you trying to break a neck or two, you definitely want to hit these people up. Um, the two signature scents is. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it's pronounced viral or viral, but uh, that's the male scent. And then you got enamor, is the uh, is the women's scent, is the feminine scent. I'm talking about man, go and get y'all some classic luxury designer cologne from Xavies. Uh And then my last one is number four, and uh, I'm gonna go with somebody that's um, representing here in the hometown uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, but they are from Mississippi. Just to be correct, mm-hmm. um, and that's Country Bumpkin, man. When I tell you, you gotta go down to Atlantic Station, thirteen eighty Atlantic Drive, and hit my boy Trey up. I'm talking about man. Trey got some fire, fire, fire sneakers in there. He got the hoodies, the tees, the joggers. I mean, you name it, the man got it, mm-hmm. and he gonna get you right in the Country Bumpkin. So, yeah, that's my foe, man. Saya, Italian Twine, Xavies, and Country Bumpkin. Black on black. B-L-A-C-K-O-W-N-B-L-K. Like, that's our segment, man. For black on black, rock with us. So, uh, again, we appreciate y'all coming to listen to us on the Refresh Podcast. I'm your boy, Doug. And this C. And you've been refreshed. Thank you.